Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Ah. Yes. 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 Okay. So, uh, this is the I Am Rap Before podcast. Coming live and direct from New York City. Yes. Yes. And this is uh, Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. The Gringo Man Dingo, (laughs) a.k.a. The white Ed McMahon, and I'm in here with my partner, and he can introduce himself. G Monetti, in the, the place. G Moody, the black Ed McMahon. <laughs> so to start off, <clears throat> I still am suffering. Uh, my voice, my instrument is still uh, not working to its full potential, so I'm probably not going to be doing any ielloing. Or screaming um, this episode. I'm trying to trying to get this back to normal. <clears throat> and I'm also saving my voice for November 24th is the first live Iron Rapport podcast with me and G Monetti. No interviews. Me and him are doing a live show in Danbury, New York. And sorry, in Danbury, uh, Brewster, New York. At Kaz's Bar and Restaurant, 3867 Danbury Road. Tonight, actually, if you're listening to this on the 24th, November 24th, Kaz's Bar and Restaurant. You can call for information, 845-282-3479. That's 845-282-3479. Brewster, New York. It's near Poughkeepsie. The more, the merrier. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Uh, <clears throat> we're planning on uh, doing a Iron Rapport podcast world tour mm-hmm. in 2016, and also 
going to try to do uh, portable loaf walks. Mm. So we could do a loaf walk and then a live show. <laughs> or up. we could loaf walk and do the live show. And then we could have the, the, uh, the live show after party where G Monetti could DJ. G Monetti, he's not a big mixer, but he'll play some shit and he'll stop it at the right time. Yeah, we'll be all right. So, G Monetti, are you excited about our live show? You've, have you ever performed live? Basketball. <laughs> right? That's true. In front of people. So it's good, man. This tough is crowds. Easy, man. You performed in front of tough crowds. Yeah. Where was the most hostile basketball game you ever played at? In, in, all, in all your career of street, city games, and all that stuff, where was the most hostile game you've ever been a part of? Where you were kind of like... In Red Hook. Red Hook, Brooklyn. Break it down. Do I have to... Uh, I the, PA, the PAL Center, Mikio, is what it was called. And uh, as uh, like 11, 12-year-old kids, we used to play coming from Brownsville... We used to take the train over there and play against their PAL. And, yo, the games was intense. And the, the away crowd in Red Hook, just really just raw, just energy. A lot, of, a lot of energy in the building. Just kids, though, teenagers and shit. <laughs> and you felt it? You could remember it? Yeah, man. And, and they were good. And it was like going back and forth, just, just Brooklyn-style shit. And then that's good. That's good. And what about at, uh, at the BRC? Because I, I was there. The articulate. Oh yeah, the uh, explain. Rec explain that. Was a, a neighborhood recreation center, and we used to go down there every Saturday, as kids, and um, the coach was former NBA player Greg Jocko Jackson, and he took a liking to us, and he picked us out of all the kids in Brownsville. So that gym was intense. Yeah, that that's was... why I learned to play. No air conditioning, humidity, just balling out. Pearl Washington, all those guys, World Be Free, uh, James Majors, Jerry Ice Reynolds, Gerald Green, Phil Sellers. You know, we seen all these guys play in Brooklyn, and these are world-class athletes. Yeah, we, we, we would watch World Be Free and Pearl Washington while they were in their prime. That's, yes. This is where they would go for their summer shit. There wasn't any of that personal training you see on Instagram, like, I'm working out with my personal trainer today, nah. and we're freezing ourselves in ice while eating peanut butter. They came back around the way and they and just played. played. That's it. So that the was the talent training. was good enough for them to get a workout with regular dudes. That's real. Right? Yeah. So them dudes were nice for an NBA player to say, all right, let's play a full. Right. World Be Free didn't win every game. Yeah, it was hard, man. World Be Free is the top 20 scorer in the NBA of all time. All time. I don't know where he is in the top 20 now, but he's somewhere in there. Look it up. More than 20,000. First guy to do the name change before anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Lloyd Free. Turned into world um, be, be free. free. That is some shit yeah. right there. All right, this is the I Am Rappaport podcast. So we're going live tonight. If you're listening to this, if you're not listening to this, you missed the fucking show. Uh, me, and, me and Moody are doing it. Um, what else is Papa Loppin', G Monetti? Oh, man. Did you see, did you hear this Facebook guy? Uh, Asian dude. His name was Fuck That Bitch. Huh. That was, that was his name, right? And Facebook kept denying his fucking account. Like, yo, that, that's not your fucking name. And then he pulled out the passport, 
and it said, fuck that bitch. <laughs> P-H-U-C-D-A-T-B-I-C-H. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> That's his... That, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, yo. Yo, that's good. That's good. See, it's hard for me to... I'm, my voice is still fucked up. Yeah, man. But we're persevering. We're persevering. Um, <clears throat> so his shit kept getting denied. And now is he on there? We need yeah. to friend him. Yeah. I want to try to get him to be, yo, this is fuck that bitch. And now listen to the Iron Rapport podcast. We need to try to get him on yo. here. More importantly than any of that, before we get into the show of the show... The people that donated, I don't care, oh, yeah. even if you checked out, even if you didn't, if you've donated, great. If you didn't, the support for the G Monetti construction GoFundMe, we reached our goal and then some. G Monetti is going to start the construction. The workers are going to start coming. What, what, tell the people, give the, give the GoFundMe uh, update. Oh, man. And, and, and I, I mean, first, we got to thank the people. Yeah, that's what I, I want to wholeheartedly thank everyone that donated, man. That was. That was like some humbling shit, man, and, and it's, it's really good. How so, does that feel for you, G Monetti? Oh, man, it feels awesome. I can't even describe that shit, uh, I try to articulate it. Just, just a love that people were able to find it in their heart to donate. So and, you can't make the shithole into another shithole. Oh, it's going to be a palace. You need to make, well, don't say that because then you're going to be like, yo, No, what? no, it's not a palace, palace, but it's going to be brought back, restored. It's in the Boogie Down Bronx. And it's... Uh, How old is the building? 114 years old. 1898 was uh, constructed. What part of the Bronx? South Bronx. South, South Bronx? Yes, right. South Bronx. Right. South, South Bronx. Right. Many people... Uh, what were you going to say? Oh, I, had a, I got a story, man, on the way down here. You know, I was taking the train and shit. And um, it was like a fight. Not a fight, but like a cat's beefing. And the dude, it was a black dude and an Indian dude. And the black dude said, yo, Duke, you smell like shit, man. <laughs> and This they, just happened? Yeah. Duke, you smell like shit. And then, you know, the Indian, they, they, these guys, some Indian got some smells of shit, you know, with the, the musk because they don't wash their underarms and shit. This is not me. I read this shit. So that's how you get that musk. Right. And it's not that it, some, it's, it's sort of a it's sort of a uh, misleading to think it was uh, curry or some shit yeah, like that. It's straight up not washing your underarms. So this just happened. So, so, yeah. had, so money said he called him like he was like, yo, you dot head fuck like this was on the train. <laughs> this was on the train. He said, yo, fuck that, man. Duke smell like shit. And then what were other people doing? They, other people were just like, nope, everybody was shocked. And then what did the, uh, <laughs> did the, did the, did the, did the uh, Indian dude, what did he say? He, he said, I'm not Indian. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> he started cursing yeah, at him? Yeah. And then what did the other guy say? He was like, Duke, you smell like shit, B. Loud as hell in the train. Damn. And then when he said the dot head, <laughs> he called him that shit? Yo. Fuck, it fucked me up. Yo, that's that's crazy, man. That's the type of shit you should have videotaped. Yo. <laughs> that was weird. Did they didn't start fighting? Nah. He just left the car because money, he did smell, man. 
Like shit. Yeah, like that underarm must. Like you don't wash your shit. And I found out that they don't even wipe their ass, oh, man. What the they, fuck? They use they wipe their ass with with water in their hands, not tissues. Not oh, wipe nasty fucks. Anybody who does that is they, a nasty fuck. That's disgusting. But they sleep with the cows. And nah, the, I'm not with see? all that. I'm not with. <laughs> so all you don't that. wipe your ass, but you sleep with a cow. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not with all that. You smell like a fucking elephant. An elephant. Yo, <clears throat> G Monetti. Uh, wait, there was something on my head. I'm not. I'm not. This isn't really appropriate to. See, we don't fact check. If you've never heard the Iron Rapport podcast, you would know that we don't fact check. Um. Uh, what else? Our fuck styles, Buckwild. Uh, we we like to go hard body karate only, um, and we're doing all of it raw dog without a bag. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. We're doing it raw dizzle without raw. a bizzle. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, so one one thing I wanted to uh, uh th- this happened a couple of weeks ago, and I heard about it on the news. That I wanted to throw at you. This this sixteen year old fucking guy tried to do a home invasion of this woman. Damn. The thirty year old, the thirty three year old woman fought back, and I don't know how she somehow bit this motherfucker's tongue off. Damn. And I mean that is some violent ass shit. But good. Yeah. She bit his fucking tongue off. Uh, a, a, a woman, it was a teenager. He tried to, God only knows what he was trying to do. And now he doesn't have a fucking tongue. Yeah. Or a piece of his tongue is missing, you fuck. Can you imagine how painful that is? Good for him. There was another, another crazy thing in the news that I wanted to bring up to again. Fuck. What? What's this? In Florida. I, I, I don't understand. Oh, I don't understand. It's that humidity. I don't understand what it is. But a Florida dude accidentally shot an 18-year-old woman while they were role-playing in freaky sex. A oh, 21-year-old yeah, dude. That. Yeah. Damn. He, he, they were like playing, having gunplay sex, which is some other and shit. he forgot. He had one in the chamber. And tore her ass up. Killed her. Yeah, I know. It's bad. You heard about this? Yeah. Yo, I, what kind of shit is that? I don't know. Your girl, yo, put the gun to my... What? No, why, why I'm doing that? I got no, a gun. No, I, I put the gun to my head. What the fuck that's going to do? Right. That's going to get you off? Right. With a gun to your fucking head? Get the fuck out of my house. Right. <laughs> See, that's that bullshit. Somebody got to be sane and say, yo, no, I'm not going to put the fucking gun to your head. I'm trying to fucking get off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You think, how am I going to keep my shit up with my gun, the gun in your fucking head? Jesus. So you, 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 you're not into a, a role play. Sick I, shit. No. They call it role play. I call it sick shit. <laughs> That's good. It's not role play. That's good. You just conjure up any kind of fucking That's bullshit. Good. That's good shit by the uh, Black Ed McMahon, a.k.a. G. Monetti. The sidekick with the most... That's the host with the most. Oh, man. So here we go. The uh, This week is the week. Creed. 
aka Rocky Seven, is coming out. And I have to say, the pre, the pre buzz on Rocky Seven, aka Creed, written and directed by Sylvester Sloan, has been fantastic. I have a friend who told me it was excellent, and he's a cynical Rocky fan just like myself. And then I read a review that said Stallone is Oscar buzzworthy for supporting actor. So I said once before that I don't think I was going to go see it, that I couldn't take anymore. Right. I am going to see yeah. Creed. Looks good. Looks great, man. Where'd you see uh, Rocky the first time you saw Rocky in the theaters? Do you remember? I think I saw it with my pops. As a kid, right? Yeah, that shit was great in the fucking movie. In the theaters, man? Yeah. As a young kid? Yeah, that was good. I And, and obviously we've talked about Burgess Meredith, uh... Burt Young, Carl Weathers, mm -hmm. Talia Shire, Sylvester Stallone, Tony Duke, Word. or Tony, what is his name? Tony Goldwyn played Duke. Burton. Tony Burton mm -hmm. played Apollo Creed's uh, manager, trainer. Yeah. Uh, and then and then and then he uh, was training Rocky in Rocky three and four when Creed died. Word. I'm pumped for uh, Creed. Yeah. Yeah, this good, looks good. But I hope this is it. That's it. That's it. No more. I hope this is it. I hope it's not like Creed, baby mama. He he, she's coming. Her name Cresha. She fight. <laughs> she's like Ronda Black, Ronda Rousey. We don't want to see none of that shit. We don't want to see Cresha. Oh shit. Creature the, the block the black Ronda Rousey. That's why G Monetti gets paid the fucking big bucks. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Creature, aka the, the black Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Comes back to avenge her brother, Michael B. Jordan's loss in Rocky Nine. Come on. Let's go out on a high note, man. Because it's been a roller coaster, man. Rocky Six was not good. It was not good. And I'm a true fan. And matter of fact, I'm going to post a picture today with this episode that shows I am the biggest Rocky fan out there. Mm -hmm. People might say, no, 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 they are. I'm going to post a picture. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my best shit down right off the top to show how big of a Rocky fan I am. So I am pumped to go see Creed. Michael B. Jordan's a great actor, great young actor, exciting young actor. Sylvester Stallone, Rocky. I don't know who, who's left from the original films. Talia Shire died. Creed died. Uh, I, I, I feel like there hasn't been any closure on Paulie unless I missed something in Rocky Six. But I was not very happy with that movie. I saw that with my friend Toby Morse from the band H2O. I and and I was not happy. Mm. It didn't give me the it didn't give me that uh, je ne sais quoi that I'm looking for. But apparently, it's going to happen with Creed. And and we talked about this on the last podcast. I want to go into this again because I feel like this story isn't over. The Houston Rockets fired their coach Kevin McHale. Now, if you don't know basketball, Kevin McHale is a Hall of Fame basketball player. Played with Larry Bird in the championship. 1980s and 90s Boston Celtics, coached, yada, yada, yada. If you do know basketball, I don't need to explain. Rockets 4-7, and seven, fire Kevin McHale. 
Their lead player, James Harden, now dating Khloe Kardashian. Uh-oh. Four and seven is not a great record, but it's only 11 games into an 82-game season. And they're saying that the players, quote-unquote, gave up on Kevin McHale. Khloe Kardashian is responsible for Kevin McHale's mm-hmm. demise as the Rockets Even coach. Kevin McHale's wife said that shit. Speak on it. She said just what you said, like... It's real. The curse is real. She said that? Yeah, some shit. Yeah, just like that. The curse is real. See, we don't fact check here at the Aaron Rapport Podcast. But you can gather that she was talking greasy about this chick. Talking greasy. You know? Talking greasy. And speaking of, can I backpedal? Yes, yes, sir, of course. Speaking of Ronda Rousey, all in the videos. I'm going to do the Suge Knight shit. I see you up there all in the videos. Talking all, all all that shit on the shows, and you got your ass kicked. <laughs> Literally, you got your jaw kicked off. <laughs> so that's what I would. That's all I want to say. You, just, you, you just want to just all up in the videos, <laughs> all up wait, wait. talking all on the record. T- talking all on the record. <laughs> Ronda Rousey was all up in the videos. Talking all over the record. Come to death row. And Holly Holmes. Holly Holly Holmes Holmes is death row. Yeah, Holly Holmes. Lady of rage, B. Yeah. That's the lady of fucking rage. Holly Holmes needs to come out rough and tough with her Afro pump (laughs) for the the rematch. She shut shit down. Word. We haven't spoken about uh, Christoph, Christap. Is it Christoph? KP, man. No, but I got to say his name Porzingis. Christap Porzingis? Yeah. He got it. Since the infamous Danny Aiello draft night video that went fucking viral and continues to live on. Yeah. But, yo, we're impressed. I am impressed with Porzingis. Oh, yes. And I just want to articulate, you know, when it comes to these Aiello's and these videos, and the specifically about the, the Porzingis video... I wasn't shitting on Porzingis. I just didn't know who the fuck he right. was. That's all he said. And now, so now you'd be like, oh, you're riding a bandwagon. I, I, I could ride the bandwagon because I didn't know who it was before. Right. Listen to Aiello. Listen to what he says. Who the, who the fuck, fuck is this kid? What the fuck did they do? <laughs> That's Aiello. That's not me. I can't do Aiello right now. <laughs> but a lot of people went on the GoFundMe, and I have like 30 Aiello's to do. That was one of the big yeah. things on the GoFundMe, yeah. customized Aiello. Aiello's. Which means you can say, scream at my wife, scream at me, mm-hmm. scream at my, 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 my boss. I could do one right now. You cheap cocksucker. You penny pinching motherfucker. See, I can't do it full on. Right. <clears throat> Don't fuck your voice up. But I could do it right now if you wanted to. Like, I could just. Right. Once I get my instrument back. Um, so as far as Porzingis, the Knicks have won five games in a row. I don't know the whole roster because it's a whole team uh, different from last year. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning the team. Langston Galloway is the, the, the only one who's still there. Right. But it's exciting for the Knicks. I, I would love nothing else uh, than the Knicks to do well. But I, I, I reserve the right. To, to acknowledge when they're not doing well. That's a real fan. I'm not one of these ride-or-die dudes where I'm going to be like, everything's going to be okay. No. Yeah. No. If the podcast sucks, what do, what do I say, G. Monetti? This shit sucks. 
If we do a bad skit, a bad joke, which we've never done because we're, we're the world, uh, <laughs> world's most foremost <laughs> world phenomenon on podcasting. But it can happen. That's right. Uh, and if I'm going to shit on myself, I'm certainly going to shit on the New York Knicks. But I'm so excited to see how this is going to turn out and, yeah. and, and where they're going to be. Do I expect them to win a championship this year? Fuck no. But the improvement is significant right now. Somebody else is scoring. Another thing in basketball, I went to go see the Golden State Warriors play mm. the L.A. Clippers live last week in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen the excitement uh, around one player since a couple of times I got to see Jordan that I see now with Stephon Curry. Now, I haven't, I never got to see LeBron in Miami during the uh, uh, LeBron, D-Wade, he, uh Shit. But watching Steph Curry right now, there was a lot of excitement on him. And 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 like you could just feel the energy and the attention on him. Like and he he just continues to impress. Like yeah. when he shoots, it's like dramatic because not only is he not that big, but he's shooting from far and he has more arch on his shot than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So when he shoots, all a, eyes are on him. The crowd's ooing and on. He usually comes off of some fake, or it's just so fast, it's so quick. Or uh, obviously when he when he sh- when he dribbles and then you know shake and bakes and breaks somebody down or catch somebody off the dribble, like the ooh and ah, and then it's the high arching yeah. shot. So there's like time for like a dramatic just pause. Look, yeah, it's like it. a dramatic pause. Yeah. So they they beat the shit out of the Clippers. I like the Clippers. I want to see the, the Clippers have a crew. Chris Paul don't want nothing to do with Steph. He, he dribbled his, his ass into the ground. Ah, fuck. I fuck with Curry. <laughs> I fuck with Chris Paul. And uh, this that, 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 was, that was his coming out right there. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a superstar. I'm going to dribble this cat into the ground. Shit. <laughs> right. Last year when he did that, right? Right, right. I'm a superstar, B. This ain't no just jump shooting, running around screens. I'm going to break you and not drive. I'm going to step back further away from the rim. Damn. And J you. That's more embarrassing. All right. Getting broke. TuneIn Radio is the one app you need for all things audio. Now with TuneIn Premium, you can listen to every single live NFL game for only $7.99 a month and get unlimited access to 40,000 audiobooks and commercial-free music, all for one low price. TuneIn Premium, all the audio you want for $7.99 a month. I love TuneIn. I love TuneIn. Me too. Every single place I go, I get to listen to any radio station I want across the country. That is why I love TuneIn. Who couldn't love shit? I love it. Who couldn't love that? I love it. There's a there's a radio program I love listening to in New York, KCRW, or is it KCWR? Shit, I don't know. But it's on tune in every Saturday morning from New York, Jazz Soul, across 110th Street. They play mm. the the reggae music. I I I I really really like tuning. Uh, Moody, what what were you gonna say? I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. Oh no, Notre Dame, the academic coach. Got fired for letting athletes bang her daughter. Huh? She pressured the athletes to bang her daughter. How old is her daughter? In return for academic favors. She provided condoms and transportation to uh, neighborhood tellies. This is true? Yes. 
Yes. Jesus Christ. Her daughter was like a college student, so she was just like for academic favors. This is not real. Notre Dame. When did this happen? You can Google. You could do whatever you want. It's up there. <laughs> it says that. Yeah. Yo, I don't understand what the fuck is going on out here. All that shit, man. I can be no teacher, man. A Bronx, a Bronx teacher got busted for sending a loaf pick to a student. Jesus Christ. 33 years old. But think about that. You know how they look in high school. Mm. Right? You know how they look. <laughs> and it's hard. I mean, you a guy. You might be single dude. I know. I'm saying I'm not. But that's why, yo, that's, that's crazy, man. Because they be coming on to the guy because he's cool. He's a good teacher. Right. 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 He's charismatic. And they look good. And you, yo, just put, just put me with the retarded motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Let me teach them. <laughs> if you, you should be a school teacher. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that I, I want to... Uh, I want to do, continue doing, we, we had a fun time with it, is answering questions. This is a question from a dude. I'm going to ask you the question, and you have to answer it, G. Monetti. <clears throat> this is a, a question from a dude um, on the GoFundMe. All right. He says his name is Ryan Harnish, H-A-R-N-I-S-H, from uh, Massachusetts, Malden, Massachusetts. Big fan, love the podcast, huge Patriots fan as well. That's your problem, Ryan. <laughs> Curious to see the answer to this question. Here we go. I'm going to throw this at you, G Eddie, then I'll answer. Would you rather make out with Tom Brady, hard as fuck, not my word, for three minutes straight, or, or bang the ugliest, fattest woman on the planet until you bust it off, a.k.a. nutted? You have to Google the ugliest woman on the planet to have a frame of reference. So, G. Monetti, Tom Brady, or this beast that you're going to have to lay down I, with? I, I, I ain't kissing no Tom Brady, first of all. I ain't doing none of that. So? Yeah, what's the other choice? I got to do that. All right. But I'm going to be drunker than a motherfucker. See, he, he, <laughs> <laughs> I would be drunk. Right. He, he didn't put he, it Yeah, he fucked up there. So, I'm drunk. Yeah, you got to be blind. Yeah. You won't be able to hold my ass up. I'm going to go with G. Monetti on this. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with you, G. Monetti. And that's a very well-thought-out question, Ryan Harnish. And uh, I'm going to read another question from Jeff Gonzalez from Kenyuk. What is W.A.? Washington. Should I keep they that say, in they, they, You did say they put your ass in special ed in third grade. <laughs> You did say that, <laughs> Jeff Gonzalez. My question for the podcast is: Would you guys consider talking to me about a documentary I'm doing about the music scene in the '80s and '90s called "Tri Cities Washington"? Will feature interviews with well-known musicians around the world. Hey, uh, I, I would, uh, I would consider it. I have to see where, what you, you know, what's going on. G Monetti has a lot of insight into that, so we would definitely consider it. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to see where you're at if you have something to show us. I don't know where you're at with the doc. Yo, show us. Let us know what's going on with it. And um, 
you know, see where you're at. I'll lend you any uh, insight that I possibly can, and we appreciate the uh, the question. Uh, the the next question uh, that I wanted to answer was from a dude on uh, that 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 hit us up on there. Said Mike Rap, uh, do you have any? I'll let I'll let G Monetti uh, break this one down. Do you have any advice? I just broke up with my girlfriend. G Monetti, what do you have to give this gentleman? He he wants some advice from you about just breaking up from his girlfriend. Uh, What do you have to say to this fella? He just uh, broke up. Well, take some time. Relax. This is my man, Ruben. Ruben H. Stone Sour 8. Live life, man. You know, don't dwell in the past. If she comes back, if y'all good, no. But don't be like a hermit and get all fucking and stop living life. Right. Enjoy that shit because your ass could die tomorrow, man. <laughs> right. Right? So that's your advice for him. Would yeah. you say he should go out and immediately try to find another woman? Or what should he do? Nah, like, if, if, if he loves the girl and they just split up, I mean, you should go out just, you know, sports bar, not particularly looking for women, just to be out doing regular shit. Didn't one time in the 90s, you tell me that you went to the bodega to get some milk? Uh <laughs> And and you had a situation happen uh, like on a Hummer. What do you remember? Tell the share that story with the with the people. Oh oh, the bodega. Yeah, like you you went to the bodega and you met you were oh, in there. Oh oh, that was a while ago. Yeah, so yeah, it was like in like in the nineties, right? <laughs> so tell that story because that was always such a great uh, story, a, a memorable story. Uh, just just you don't have to tell us about what happened. You need to tell us about how you picked this lady up. How she picked me up. What happened? <laughs> I'm in there getting some milk. And then a uh, homegirl stepped to me. And said. What's up? And you said. What's up? <laughs> and, then, and then what? And then she was like. What you doing? And I'm like. I'm about to go to my crib. And she goes. Uh, you want some company? I'm like. So these things happen in the Bronx man. Yo, and then, then, then you had that was evening. in the nineties. That was like some old shit. Yeah. So this guy, anything could happen. But G Monetti's saying, just live your life. Live your life because you don't know if you're gonna go. You never know. Like Nas says, life's a bitch, and then you die. That's why you, you never, get high. Think about it. So you, you ne- never know. You don't when know you're when you're gonna fucking die. So you shouldn't be sweating nothing. No. Listen, you're listening to the Iron Rapport Podcast. The Iron Rapport Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses, an award-winning mattress company that makes the most ridiculously relaxing, supportive mattresses sold directly to the consumers. The sleek, new design bed is delivered directly to your doorstep in a small box. Casper Mattress is available in six sizes and has a 10-year full warranty, and it's made and stitched right here in the United States. Free two- to five-day shipping in the United States and Canada. Casper is so freaking confident in the mattress that it'll give you a hundred nights of sleeping on the mattress. If you do not like your Casper mattress, if you're not happy, Casper will pick the mattress up for free for a full refund. It'll donate it to someone who's smarter than you or recycle it to, to the mattress to somebody who really appreciates a great night's sleep or a great nap or a lazy afternoon on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or a Wednesday. Go to Casper.com and save 50 bucks using the promo code Rappaport. That's R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. You could save 50 bucks right now at Casper.com. G Monetti. Yo. 
Do you or do you not sleep well on your Casper mattress? Uh, like I said, I want another one. It's so good. Mm. I love mine. Did you I, hear? What? Did you hear this story? Uh, no. What is it? A gay man adopt, adopts his, his partner. You understand? Like his, he adopted him so they could wed. What the fuck are you talking about? Adopted what? A gay dude adopted his partner. How do you adopt another grown-up? Now wants to annul the adoption so they can wed. Oh. This is wow. Where did this happen? In New York. It was in the papers. Do you have any more? Isn't that incest? Like you adopted this. You, you, this is your man and you adopted him so you can have relations and now, since the, they, they got the rights and shit, now you want to annul the adoption? But that's incest. That's your son now. You adopted this motherfucker, right? When he was a kid, he adopted <laughs> no, him? No, these, like, these are old. These, these cats are 60. He adopted this motherfucker so they could... <laughs> yo, yo. See, the judges, man. I don't like judges, man. Yo. Because they unfair, man. Let me tell you something. They're unfair, man. Let me fucking tell you something. You got railroaded. These fucking judges, be careful. Don't get in there. Don't get in there. Don't get in there. And whatever you need to do to stay out of family court, do it. Stay your ass out of family court. I was up in there. I did not take your advice and go in with a wig. Gee, yeah, I know yeah. you gave me that advice and you said you'll be better off if you go in there with a wig and a dress And on. like you're transitioning. I should have, I, I, in hindsight, I should have done that. They I should have done that with some for fucking, imagine if me, if I came in <laughs> with a wig, some fucking red lipstick and a, and like a dress from American, um, uh, American, uh, American rag. No, what's the, American, what's the clothing store? I don't know. American apparel. I would have oh, went in yeah. there with an American apparel dr- dress, some red lipstick that I put on, and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a blonde wig that came down in the middle of my ass. You think that judge wouldn't have compassion? And I would have just he'd look like, at you different. Like if I'd have been on that like like that shit like in a dog day afternoon. You come in there like straight, Alan Alda. He, of course, he go to fucking railroad Joe ass. Right. I should have came in with a wig. <laughs> Next time I'm going with a wig, some lipstick, and a fucking dress yeah. for American American they, they, They're going to fuck you in court. No man. matter what. And the thing that I don't understand, they, we, we, you know what? We're actually going to, we're gonna, I'm going to interview a lawyer so people could understand the laws, some basic questions yeah. Yeah. about this stuff. But if you can stay your ass at a family court, do it by all means. You don't want to walk in there. Even women. Yeah. Don't be fooled. They don't give a fuck. But the men, I don't give a shit when anyone says the men. Oh, man, you just, once you get in there, it's you, over. Yeah. once They're going to look at you. He's going to be like, nothing you say. I'm coming in with you mascara do. next time and a bad manicure and a pedicure. Like, I want to have my nails done, but like, feel like they, they, they haven't been done in two weeks. That's what happened to Caitlyn. Caitlyn killed the motherfucker on the highway. Right. Right. Now, look, he, no time, no nothing. He went in court. The judge looked at this motherfucker. He looked pitiful. 
Of course he's like, oh, let this boy go. <laughs> let him go. So let's roll with him. That's real talk. <laughs> That's straight talk for New York, America's best. Number one, competition is none. That's right. We quote the great Rakim. The great Rakim. Yo, one of, the, one of the things, probably the thing that sold the most on the GoFundMe, or not sold because it weren't for sale, it was, to, it, was to, it, was, it was donated humbly, American Giant Soft Ass I Am Rappaport Podcast t-shirts. American Giant is a clothing company that has been down with Rappaport's I Am Rappaport Podcast since day one. Love this product. T-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants. They have what they is, is considered the best hoodie ever made. Mm-hmm. Go to American-Giant.com and check out why we love all the clothes and activewear at American Giant. American Giant clothing. Champion. Can't fuck with this shit, yo. That's for real. Exactly. That's real shit. Before we recorded this, this is real shit. <clears throat> Me and G. Monetti... Went to go get the first I Am Rapport podcast uh, crew manicures and pedicures. Now, I've talked openly and honestly about Gerald's feet on this show. The ladies, let's just say you presented to the ladies at the manicure pedicure place. Their faces had shock and awe. Oh, no, they saw worse. When you took your fucking feet out, they said... Nah, 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 nah. They said some shit in, 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 in Thai, <laughs> and they went back and came out with different instruments <laughs> to cut your nails. Is that not true? Nah, man. They, it's they, not making up why shit, did they? Why did they have a, a, an, electric, an electric device on your feet that they didn't use on my feet? <laughs> you always go there. They <laughs> used an electric clipper on my man's feet, like a mini drill, to like shave down like the shit on his toes, <laughs> and the nah. cow is like a little fuck, like a sander. Like a mini yeah, sander, a like you use in the corners of like a construction. Yo, you gotta do you should ask the lady in the fucking place, could you borrow that sander for the, the G. Monetti construction project? That's Bro. real. But we did go get Manny's and Petty's. Have you ever had a Manny Petty G. Monetti? In Thailand. Right. Yeah, last February. So your feet look like fucking shit today. Yeah, man. They're, they're always covered. But don't, don't they, don't you like, they don't, don't feel, you, I'm not feeling my feet, motherfucker. I'm but walking. don't you, have you ever ripped a sheet with your feet? <laughs> Has your toenails or like a callus or a no. bunion ever, ever caused no. you to rip a sheet? That's not true. Fuck no, yo. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Okay. Oh, you see, this is like some old shit, but. Dozell admitted being born white. Oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Rachel Dozell admitted being born white. Yeah. She had to, but she says, but she says since then she's black. I, she's, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. What about, uh, you said you were all fired up about uh, this, 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 this crazy controversy with Tay Diggs. Oh, I know yeah. Tay. Yeah. He said. He fears that people will call his son black because he's married. Well, he was married to a white chick. God forbid that happens. If they call the kid black because he looks like the father who is black. 
Jay Diggs is that. black. Yeah. God forbid that happens. But this is this dude is crazy, man. Why? The, let me let me let me learn this cat right now. The reason why the uh, interracial, the child is usually black, because the black person has dominant genes. Right. And when it hits the recessive genes, the dominant always overtakes. So when you come out, you have the features of the dominant gene right. for the most part. So you, that's why you look black. Stupid. <laughs> but you don't want that. You don't want that. These, see, these are the kind of motherfuckers black cats you meet in college. They got no black friends. They uncomfortable around black people. And these are black guys. Mm. He reminds me of those people. Did you, did that you, don't like rap. Like in 87, he wasn't down with hip hop. Right. In 87. Right. He wasn't down with it. How could you not be down with hip hop in 87? Because he don't want to associate himself with, that, with the black community. Mm. Mm. He reminds me of cats that I met like that. That don't know hip hop or black culture shit that they supposed to know. Now, I, I know Tay. Tay's good people. And I didn't even hear about this till you started talking about it. I've met him. I fucking flew on a plane with him that almost crashed. I cried in front of him on that fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was crying. Right. That's the shit. The altitude and the, the turbulence was so fucked up. I thought that shit was Yo, going. I don't like that shit, man. Termo, uh, yeah. Turbulence. Yeah, I'm always any little shit. I'm I just, freak out. I just I'm in my seat frozen yeah. with a little dip. This shit, we we were I was on a jet. <laughs> Lisa Ling too from CNN and a couple other actresses. One of just look actresses. at the stewardesses. If you see I the got stewardesses, because they didn't warn us about the turbulence. I said, you fuck. But if they relax, they know it shit ain't gonna crash. But if if you see them running up and down the fucking aisles, no, I wasn't worried about it crash. I don't think if you see it run up and down the aisles, I don't think if something crashes, you see that. I think we, it happens and that's it. There's different situations. Yeah, I don't want to fucking talk about this shit. Yeah, I don't like that. Ah oh, man, yo, you know what's going to be interesting? We have to figure out a Christmas special for the I Am Rapport podcast. Word. We need to figure out something to do for Christmas for the Iron Rapport podcast. I don't know what it is. If the fans have suggestions, send them, all, send them our way. One thing we did do. What? Oh, yeah. We need to celebrate that, too. Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. Yeah, all that good stuff. We need to do an Iron Rapport Hanukkah edition, an Iron Rapport Christmas edition, an Iron Rapport Kwanzaa edition. Right. But one of the Come things that base. we did, I, you should do this too. On Amazon, there's an I Am Rapport podcast gift list. And some of the things that I put up there, I put like 20 things. I put up a great book that I love, Scorsese on Scorsese, where he's like, you know, being interviewed about all his films. Uh, it's the revised edition. Obviously, I'm the only person who seems to be campaigning the fact that Raging Bull... Well, it'd be celebrating its 35th anniversary, its 35th birthday, birthday, December 2015. Why am I the only one that is out there trying to set up a parade for Raging Bull? 
I don't understand why I'm the only one that's out there. <laughs> Even you right now, I'm looking at you, you fucking, you could give two shits about me. Ranger Bull. Ranger Bull's fucking great, man. The most influential film ever made across the board. Huh? Actor-wise, directing-wise, editing-wise, and, 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 and uh, cinematography-wise, if you, if, you, if you combined it, if you did points, the most influential film ever made. Trust me. Actors will say that. Directors will, will put it in there. And if you combine the points... That's the one. And nobody, and there's not a fucking parade going on. So Scorsese on Scorsese talks about that film and all the other films. Uh, the other book I put up there was The Inner Silence, portraits by Henry Cartier-Bresson, who I consider the Michael Jordan of black and white photography. Mm. Robert Frank, The Americans, quintessential. If you're starting a photography cle- uh, collection of books, The Americans is like the Big Bang Theory. Uh, of books, uh, of photography, is by Robert Frank. It's his photos during the 50s and 60s across America. And, and he's a foreign, a foreign uh, photographer, one of my favorite photographers. Simple book, great gift. And then uh, the third book, the fourth book that I put on here, um, this is one of my favorite books. It's a Tashin book called The Greatest of All Time, a tribute to Muhammad Ali, the smaller version, because I have the 73-pound like the yeah, version, yeah. too big. Yeah. This is a version for anybody. It's a collection of the greatest f- photographs of Muhammad Ali, The Greatest of All Time, a tribute to Muhammad Ali. I have no stake in this. These are just suggestions that I gave as Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to sell Hawk or anything, but it's the Iron Rapport podcast, Amazon Wishlist. I know that, that anybody, men or women, would appreciate those, those gifts. So if you run out of gifts, those are, those are four books that I put up there. And I'll keep reading other things that I put up there. Blankets, all sorts of shit. See, my voice is turning to shit, G. Monetti. <laughs> Did you hear? What? About the University of Missouri football players? That, remember they quit? Yeah. Because there was a lot of racial bullshit on the campus. Yeah, what, did something happen? The, the uh, president resigned. Yes. And, and some other cats got like fired or something that's it that's what you fucking do you want shit done the football players probably bring in most of the money right for all the athletic you want shit done don't march around asking you know they had the leverage all right we bring in all this money fuck it we ain't playing then what you see a couple of days later he quit he got fired. That was the, the end of it. The board said, yo, you got to go. They bring in $35 million, yo, just for Saturday. You know? Yup. So that's the power of knowing, yo, we are the fucking, we bring in the money. You fuck. We not playing. He gets fired. That's what we wanted. I think we could end this episode on this. Listen, see, I am Rapport Podcast. We're going live today. If you're reading this on the 24th, we are going live Cass's restaurant. All right. You come see us live in Brewster, New York. Uh, what else, G Monetti? Again, thank you for the G Monetti Fund Me, GoFundMe, the construction uh. project. It's up, it's happening, it's 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 a success, it's a wrap. Uh shit. We got one more thing. I was gonna wrap it up. My voice is gonna you take it. My voice is shot, G Monetti. The Billboard Top 10 Rappers. Oh, you fucks. Of all time. Now, who uh, devised this shit? Billboard doesn't know shit about hip-hop. I want to... I want to... Who devised that list? Some little fucking hipsters. Hipster motherfuckers. I knew it. I know it. 
How are you going to leave off the icons and who made the impact? Let me see the list. I got the list that I fucking like the people you left off. All right, so there's yeah, there's no Tupac, no Melly Mel, no Kumo D, no Cool J. How could there not be a L? Listen, if you're on L, if you do any top ten list, are you dumb? Right. Who Hello, Cool J is, is 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 a is a fucking pillar. And the editor should be fired too, because like yo, and and we should find you. We your 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 face and your information should be posted on 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 Twitter. You should be publicly shamed. Nothing should be done to you, but you should be publicly shamed. And then the the one that really hurts even more than Cool J, no Big Daddy Kane. You fuck you. Is KRS one on that list? I, I after I, after I've seen all those gone, those names, I, I threw the shit away, man. Billboard magazine. Shut your offices. Word. Don't 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 talk about hip hop anymore. We want to shut down Billboard magazine. So, uh, but get but there's Weezy on the fu- list. Yes, he's on the list, and Kane isn't. Big Daddy Kane, and the offices, the fucking uh, the the the, the staff okayed that. And 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 you guys are still in business. <laughs> and this is a funded Word. business. Billboard is supposed to be some sort of reputable. Music, like the Bible of music. Leave hip-hop alone. Leave shut our up. shit alone. Shut up. Stay to that rock shit. Leave shut the black up. shit alone. Leave it alone. Shut up. You don't know nothing. You don't know anything. Shut it down. Because if I was down. the editor, I would be like, yo, man, you bring this? What about KRS? What about uh, Melly Mel? What about this? How you going to leave these people off the list? Don't even make a list. Shut it down. The top 10 of all time. How dare you? How dare you? Yo, the live episode will be coming Thanksgiving Thursday. The show that we did at Cass's, Brewster, New York. Yeah. We're going live and direct. It's, it's, it's the first of many. G Monetti says he's not scared. If you want any information, it's 845-282-3479. 845-282-3479. We're giving away shit. We're talking shit. We're going live and direct.